Hello and welcome. This is Punch Panorama. I am Rachel Akhlavik. Today we take a look at a very, very interesting but quite sad topic titled When Suicidal Thoughts Bloom. Of course, it's a brand new month, the beginning of the fourth month of the year, and all we can say is that we're thankful that we're alive. But whilst we've been grateful to God, it's sad to know that certain people are taking their lives. So, how did we come about this topic? It was posted on the socials just a few days ago. How a 20-year-old man, married man, was found to have hung himself, or better still, how a 20-year-old man hung himself in an uncompleted building, somewhere in the outskirts of Lagos. His wife called his parents, and then they went to the uncompleted building, and then they saw his body hanging there, and he was dead. Sadly, you know, very sad, but you see, anyone will wonder why. I mean, life is tough, but why would you take your life? Without even going into the responses or details of what caused this, anyone's mind will go to economic stress, financial issues, or expectation of a life he wanted and he was living the opposite, or maybe marital challenges. And so we thought to delve into the topic of suicidal thoughts and how this can be prevented. Ladies and gentlemen, without much ado, let's get started. On the podcast desk, we had to refer to a report done by our organization about eight years ago or seven years ago, that's Punch Newspapers, which was titled Sad But True, Harvest of Suicide Loom in Nigeria, Perspective on Psychologists. It was a 6th August 2016 report, and that report predicted that if we weren't careful in Nigeria, we may be having maybe many more cases of suicide if things weren't done or if people weren't helped. It's about eight years after right now, and it's beginning to look like that fact sheet is still tenable. So let's get started. Now, experts say financial and economic troubles tend to push many to the edge in Nigeria, with failure, frustration here and there, and inability to do things one's heart truly desire. Truly desire, self-reproach may tend to come in, then aggression also coming. Now, the individual tends to react to society, which he believes is the cause of his failure, and. These are the kinds of situations that aggravate suicidal tendencies. This was a perspective by Professor Fagbo Ngwe of the University of Lagos Psychology Department at the time this report was made. He may be retired by now because it's been too much a long time. Now, according to the WHO, then, 75% of global suicide occurred in low- and middle-income countries, while the link between suicide and mental disorders in particular depression and alcohol use disorders, is well established in high-income countries. Many suicides happen impulsively in moments of crisis, with a breakdown in the ability to deal with life stresses, such as financial problems, relationship breakups, or chronic pain and illnesses. The WHO said this in its 2016 fact sheet report on suicide. Ladies and gentlemen, as it begins to look like this fact sheet may still have its facts relevant to the times. Now, Professor Pabon Wei did say again that the communality of the African society was a major factor in the prevention of suicide in, our, in, in times past. But as this gradually be, is becoming an, eroded in the individualism of modern day, societal tendencies may begin to gain root. Ladies and gentlemen, that we live together, mommy is there, grandma is there, dad is there, it's a call away has his own power and his own strength but when we want to go all by ourselves sometimes like like an igbo adage says that when you go together you go farther but when you go alone 
You walk faster. That's just the difference. But loneliness may not be good after all. So don't go too quickly and then you hurt yourself. Now, everywhere you go, ladies and gentlemen, you find stress. And these days, economic stress is being added to it as well. If the coping mechanism of an individual cannot handle it, suicidal thoughts may tend to come into light. And that was Professor Pabongwe's perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, in conclusion, we would say on the podcast desk of Punch Newspapers that because life in itself isn't perfect for any individual, whether you're rich or poor, whether you're beautiful or ugly, whether you're sick or well, it's important that we have strength and staying power to face our fears. We must have hope and, and maybe reduce optimism a little bit while you have faith through the time. Now, there is a rule called the Stockdale Paradox, which is a perspective given by um, a soldier, an admiral who was detained during the Vietnam War. And he just had faith that he was going to go back home alive. But he wasn't too optimistic that he was going to leave at a certain time. He said his friends who felt they would be released the next day or at Christmas died of outbreak when some of their expectations didn't come to light. He said he survived that detention because he just had faith. And he faced the detention and faced, enjoyed the process. Ladies and gentlemen, this topic paradox is a technique to navigate challenging and ambiguous times by combining the ability to confront the brutal facts of our current reality, even as we maintain unwavering faith that we will prevail in the end, no matter how distant life or our desires may be. As we draw this conversation to a close, ladies and gentlemen, may we have staying power. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Rachel Afolabi. Enjoy. Enjoy.